What's crackalacking? Welcome to No Socks Podcast, episode eight. Woo. I'm Katie. This is Pat. Hi. Brandon. Hi. We have Jeremy. G'day. Woo. Michaela. Hello. And Sabrina. Hello. Ooh, everyone's here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have enough people here just so we can do a healthy applause because mm-hmm. it's been, you mm-hmm. know. And now Sabrina and Michaela, you can leave. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Thank you. Nice to meet you, and I'll see you right now. The rehearsal. We filmed this so that's all. But Michaela is the newest member of the No Socks crew. Yeah. Um, she she only joined us a little bit recently to help us out with some some admin and some some various tasks. She created all the contracts for us. Oh, very mm. serious stuff. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> you got a problem with that? You just have to talk to her about it. Yeah. 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 I'm like the legal bouncer of this operation, so yeah. just try and get through me. <laughs> yeah, you'll break our legs. Okay, well, Wait, there. we dig. I'm looking at everybody in the room, so there's a lot of people here. That is true. <laughs> so where did um, how did how did it come come to be that that you are a part of the No Socks crew? Michaela. Wow. Um, Well, I suppose it probably started with you guys asking me if I would join, but I mean, Mm. I know that you guys. (laughs) (laughs) I know that you guys. Who would have thought? (laughs) I know you've already talked about it before, but Mm. we all sort of come from the music scene, and I've been part of that in some ways. So that's kind of where it started. Just some gigs. I was in a band for a while and met both Patrick and Brandon through that. And so I suppose as you guys started building up the podcast, Mm. you were looking for someone to fill in for some jobs and asked me. And so here I am. I'm very happy to have you. I did just have a quick question. How do you be so organized? Organized? Yeah. How do you do that? What with? (laughs) Yeah. Like just how does that work being organized? That's something I really struggle with. Okay, do I seem like an organized person? You do! Oh, like, wow. I mean... Oh, oh. You're either very otherwise these days, but... Your, yeah. your work ethic, where does it come from? Uh, I think I just like to not be stressed. <laughs> yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Do the things and then you don't have to stress about not doing the things. More, like, there's a healthy level of procrastination, I find. Okay. So if I can find the sweet spot, then, you know, there's... For every um, task, there's about an amount of time before that that's healthy to procrastinate until. And then that's when I'm just like, okay, I'm starting to get a little bit too stressed now and I'll get it done. But yeah, just balancing. I don't know. That's your like, it's like, that's your developmental ideas phase. Don't worry. It's a procrastination phase. Just think of ideas. Just at least look at whatever you're doing, like a project or whatever it is. And then not think about it or maybe think about it. And then you'll come up with ideas. <laughs> yeah. Would you say you're the kind of person who would factor in a certain amount of hours for procrastination into a task? It's sort of just working backwards. Yeah. Yeah. So just planning, like, this is how much time I feel like I'll need to... Complete the say, task. Say if I'm writing an essay, mm-hmm. like, this is editing it. This is writing it and this is doing all the readings and research it's sort of working back from there but then I always kind of give myself a little bit of extra time anyway Mm. yeah has that worked out well for you so far yeah (laughs) (laughs) I mean sometimes it's a bit much but I suppose 
after you do the same thing over and over again, you get there. Like with essays, I'm just done with that, but I have my own system in place. So. Mm. Cool. Yeah. What made you get really interested in all the legal side of things? Mm. Oh, well, so at uni, I'm studying Bachelor of Arts at the moment. Mm. And I'm one of the few people who went into arts knowing that's what I wanted to do. Because usually it's mm. the opposite way. People mm. go in like not knowing what they want to study. Mm. Um, so I'm doing arts and then decided I wanted to pick up music as well. Mm. And to fill in subjects that kind of fit into both, I decided to take on Business of Music, which is a class last semester. Um, so I got to learn about all of the legal side of royalties and management. Mm. So it was more just because I wanted to get a better idea of what the practical side of mm. music was. Yeah. And I suppose that was enough of a basis to get involved now with yeah. the podcast. So, What would you say is your most fun fact about musical law and copyright and royalties? Is there anything fun about that, though? Like, let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? It's, there's no set way with royalties or contracts. I mean, people will have their industry norms, but I suppose anyone's advice is just, like, have a contract in place so that everyone's kind of clear on what's happening because the law side without the contract's not going to favour most people. Mm. Yeah. So what you're saying is the fun part is knowing how, how these contracts work so that you can scam people. <laughs> no. 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 We're honest people. We don't no, scam The fun people. part is knowing that you can do whatever you want yeah. with the contract. So you can mm. write up whatever works for you. And then that'll be, mm. as long as it's written well, then that'll be all you need to you- make sure that your <laughs> preferences and your mm. rights are um, met. Yeah. Mm. Do you do you feel like it takes a bit of pressure off when you're when you're actually writing a contract, so you don't have to like always use the exact right uh, jargon and stuff like that? Yeah, I mean sometimes. Although, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes I, it can get a little bit complicated because there are some studies that say if you're in a band setting, on like a song by song basis, if you're writing songs and you want to decide what royalties go to who mm-hmm. for a particular song, then writing contracts before you write the song can be an issue sometimes because people start to argue on who gets more. But there's the standards in those situations for industry is that generally there's an even split between everybody because Mm. that cultivates best creativity Mm. and best environment where everyone feels like they can add in as much input as they'd like to and get the best result in the end. Mm. Because in the end, aren't we all trying to work together? Towards making something nice and magical. Yeah. That's yeah. True. That's the truth. Yeah. Oh. Yay. <laughs> Do the clap again. <laughs> <laughs> what I really enjoy is that all of us here can actually are having a go at actually having a full discussion all together where mm. we can all discuss different aspects because we've all come from different kinds of parts of the music industry, musicians, sound engineers and everything else. Not to, like, generalise everything else, but there are a lot of parts of the music industry and it's really good that we have all of our bases covered and it's really nice because we all get along and it's so nice to just have everyone here and talk. Nice, nice old chat. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to like not smile and like talk too much because I'm supposed to not be because I just yeah I took my wisdom teeth out but it's not too bad. Um, yeah, I don't know. People just really talked it up. Like who's who's actually taking the wisdom teeth out? I did. I'm supposed to be it, getting them out. It hurt, supposed to be man. getting them out now. What happened? I thought you said you weren't getting them out. Well, I I I am supposed to. I was supposed to as well five years ago. Yeah, exactly. I never did. Good for you. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. Like, I mean, did they say that you like absolutely had to get them out, or was it more of a recommendation? Uh, I mean, they told me five years ago that that was fine. (laughs) That like that it was fine, but then like recent, like the last year or two, my lower right one was coming out, and I guess my lower wisdom teeth are kind of. They're coming out sideways. So if they oh, keep yeah, coming yeah, out, they're going to just like Nasty ram into things. the back yeah. teeth. And so it's sort of like, they're just like, just, just take it out. Uh, and then same thing with the top two. And top Wait, two so did thing. you get all of them taken out? Yeah, mm-hmm. Right. I only had two taken out. Mm. Lucky. I got all yeah. four taken out, but like... I was in the chair and they were just doing it while I was awake. Yeah. So I was just watching them and I could hear the crunch in my bone as the tooth like dislodged. Isn't that? Jeez. It's right next to your ear too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Traumatic actually. But it was traumatic. However, I did learn a really interesting lesson how like depending on where you go, the price for you to take out two teeth or four teeth, however much, because I took them all out. To, um, like, down near the coast, because I thought I wanted to look at nice scenery after a traumatic experience. It's <laughs> <laughs> fair. fair. And then to, like, just in Clayton. And it was, like, $600 for this side. And then it was, like, $1,200 for this side. <gasps> that's... Oh, my God. Um, that's, that's weird. Like, yeah. And that's why I haven't taken mine out. Yeah. It was all definitely <laughs> really I mean, expensive. yeah, my yeah. fees weren't very good for me, but, like, cheers. Like, mm. why is it such a difference from one side to the other? Because that's, is it two teeth for like 600 There's, or is it like... No, it's literally where you go. It's li- like mm. there was both, like all four sides were just as equally messed up. Does it depend on whether you go that to an actual doctor up, or it's just the guy in the back alley or... <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's the thing because they're both actual, like both of them were like actual practices. It literally depends on mm. the position of the practice. So if it's like yeah. in an expensive suburb, mm. then it's like yeah, $1,200. Yeah, yeah, the braises. Yes. You know what? We can but, spend all this money on extra gear. <laughs> yeah. It's true. It's like, true. let's just be in pain. Teeth pain. Let's be in pain, pain and buy another microphone. Yes. Yeah. So we can do this idea. more yeah. often. Yeah. Speaking of microphones, I wanted to just talk about <laughs> the nice microphones that we have now. So um, I came onto this podcast um, to do sound because these guys were using... Um, a um, a certain choice of microphones that I was like, oh my gosh. So now, um, Brandon is using a short SM7B, Pat's using a a EVRA 320 and Katie's using the newest uh, addition to my collection, which is the EVR20. That's the same thing, but just different color. Twice the price. Oh my God. Okay. Today's weird though because because there's so many of us. So I'm using a Beta 58. Um, Sabrina is using what are you using, Sabrina? I'm using an AKG. I think I believe it is P120, and it is great. It is on the same level as a Newman microphone. Mm. However, it is about three hundred and something dollars, and it produces the same sound. 
mm. for less. It does sound very crisp. I'm, I am listening to your voice. <laughs> like, like Granny Smith? Very crisp. Granny Smith kind of crisp? I would say so. This is like yeah. become yeah, like a Ear Talk episode. What is Why this? Not? Why not? <laughs> well, we're talking about podcasts. We're talking back. about us. We're talking about us. I know, but I'm just like, I'm surprised. And like your, your microphone does you. sound very crisp too, it's even though. Borrowed. Yeah. <laughs> MXL, I think it's 990. That's what it's saying on the side of it. <laughs> As nice. I look right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm very glad that we can, um, I get to use all my expensive microphones, mm. which I, um, a panic bought during lockdowns in 2020. Um, so it's been very nice to actually get some use out of them and make something cool with you guys. Yes, thank you. Yeah, yeah. thank you so yeah. much. You, it's been great. You bring so much, literally and metaphorically. Oh, well, thank you. The team. Thank you. My duffel bag is really heavy. I think I broke it the other day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Just don't, like, break yeah. a shoulder or something. Oh, trying not to. Trying not to. I mean, it's one of the things that, like, people seem to like really appreciate like the our guests they're just like oh my god you guys have such high production value or something like that's what they say yeah, like the first <laughs> thing that Gallagher said when yeah he came in yeah. first thing yeah sam's it was just like yeah, yeah. Mm. Thanks, and it's sam. only getting better like wow with, yeah. with, the, with the lights with our cameras Looking very yeah. nice, very yeah, sharp. Nice. Yeah, we do need a new camera though. I mean, uh, but honestly, <laughs> could always use new stuff. <laughs> before but, we need a new camera, we need a new set. I think we need a new table. And a new table. This yes. table, this table, I'm sorry, Amelia. The couch is beautiful. This table, she she ain't doing it for me. Why are you talking to Amelia? Who's Amelia? Amelia is Brandon's um, zio. It's the Italian, is that the Italian word for uncle? He's Italian. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway. but it's Yeah, the table was actually custom made for him. Yeah, but, Ooh, but not yeah. for us. Not for us. I think a round table means. That's what I would think. Yeah. I, nah. <laughs> I think a round table would not be good. Why not? Why not, I man? I'm not bailing it's you out. It's not worth <laughs> Yet, like you won't walk into the edges and get a bruise on your leg. Who walks into, into it and gets table. a bruise on the leg? Me. Okay. Well, Caitlin. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's I dangerous. think it's a hazard. Me too. Like a very nice kind of like fake mahogany looking or maybe like a marble one. Be very nice. Be make it look very spinny, our set. Mm. Mm. I'm I will buy it from an op shop. Mm. You can be sure. How big is the table gonna be? I don't know. Or like an oval even. Just something that has some softer edges and Mm. is a darker wood. More like this. Something a little curvy. Yeah, something a little curvy. Something at a nice height too. Yes. We can get some nice chairs as well. What if we just replace the table legs? Like, what if we just change the table legs? Is that possible? Yeah, you just unscrew the bottom and then... How will we get it out of the room whenever... I think I'm like on the complete opposite side. Like, I really don't care about the table. (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand what's, what's so bad about it, really. Um, the fact that when I first came in here and I was putting gear on it, he said, don't push it because it will fall over. You, you know why? No, that was you know why? Because these two did not. Over. You guys did not set the table up properly. That's I why. I couldn't. It wasn't. And then Pat, I just did that myself. Pat came in with his really strong no, no. physique and he just, he just bet it. There's nothing strong about this submission. Physique. Anyway, but no. What can I say? Bent it into position. Submission. Submission. <laughs> this is sounding okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it is what it is. Yeah. 
No, yours just didn't set up the table, right? <laughs> it's a, it's a decent so table. You're so rude. I'm I'm mid I'm midway. Like I, I don't like if we change the table, I'm not gonna cry about it. But if I don't yeah. really care about changing it, do you guys? I think we'll cry about it if we keep it. <laughs> I think circular? we can cry about the chairs though, right? Do, yeah, are you on the it's very hard to keep a good for posture. aesthetic value. Yeah, aesthetic value. I mean, I have a very good table in the garage. He's true. But then yeah. how will because it's because it has a glass top. How will that work with cameras? Effective. Just you can't even really pants. see the cam the um table on the camera. Check and t- tell us that if you but can see I can the um. See it. T- tell. Wait, this isn't live. Chat can't say. It. Comments can't <laughs> can tell us if you can see the reflection. Yeah. I just want to watch it. Comment the, below the video. The I mean, you can't even see the table in the video, but it's it's rectangular and it wood. looks like a cardboard box. It does. It does, or like a very it's old, nice. very, very old classroom table that like has a lot of pencil scratchings and mm. bits of penning. Why is it going ham on this table? Yeah. I do not <laughs> see this. We I do not strong, see these scratches. We have some strong opinions. Yeah. And I, I think they're very valid. I mean, I get the aesthetic <laughs> problem, but like this, this, come on, this table is fully functional. I feel like the pencil scratchings could be quite a nice aesthetic, actually. What if <laughs> every oh, guest we should just, just but, write I mean, yeah, some sort of graffiti yeah. on it? We were some thinking about having well. like a like a canvas or something, but we could have the guest table. I mean, it'd be okay to write on this table. You can do whatever you want with it, <laughs> right? Yeah. Thanks, Emilio. Thanks, Emilian. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> come on, come on. Now, speaking- I'll just clap and they won't know that I clapped for myself. Now, speaking of the table, we have a very nice picture sitting on there. Would you care to explain it? We do. Um, I don't know if you can see it, but this is my this is my baby. This is little Lily, um, who we just lost on Valentine's Day. And it broke my heart into five million pieces. But, um, yeah. Five million pieces. Sorry. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Oh my Sorry. God. Sorry, that was, that was a bad but, time. But, um, oh my gosh. Yeah. We... No, that's, that's actually a tragedy, though. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's true, though. We, yeah, we had it for, for like three three years. Mm. And because um, Sabrina and I have... If you haven't watched Sabrina's episode, uh, you should check it out. It's Safra Moore. Um, promo in the middle of me mourning my daughter. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, Sabrina and I have lived together a long time. Um Four years. Yeah. Four years. And Lily lived with us for most of that time. Mm. And, yeah, it's really, really sad to lose her. She was actually in the very first No Socks stream. She was sitting mm. right beside me, and I was really scared. Um, but she was there, just just sleeping through the whole thing. Um, yeah, she wasn't bothered at all. And she, uh, yeah, she would constantly jump on my piano. Um, <laughs> her and Rodney have kind of broken uh some keys <laughs> but sometimes they just start working again so i don't know mm. but yeah um yeah so i want to keep a keep a little picture of her around because she's like og 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 mm. crew mm. you know she was there with me and brandon so mm. and now we're here with all of us mm. and one um cat. yeah and one cat we got mm. little rodney um yeah and you don't know rodney but you're going to is that a threat? <laughs> it sounds like a threat. It's a threat. It's a You're going to. But, um, but yeah. But, uh, so currently, yeah, Sabrina's living with us. And so it's, it's me, Brandon and Sabrina here at the No Socks 
base. So underground hideout. Yeah. Ooh. It's un- underground. There's no. Ignore the window behind me. Yeah, don't, don't look at that. It's not real. It's, <laughs> it's a, a fake window. <laughs> CGI'd in there, just yeah. like. But yeah. But not for long. Not yeah. for long. Not for long. It's gonna be really no. sad. But yeah. um, yeah. Whilst we still have 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 Sabrina on here. Um, have her close to us. I'm not dead. No, <laughs> be, don't don't get confused. Sabrina's still here. It's, it's my cat's gone. So, our, you know. our cat. Our cat's gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of Sabrina. Yeah, Sabrina. Um, yeah. What's, so you, what's been happening, man? Yeah, you have. We had you on um our se- second episode. <laughs> episode. Yeah. What's What's been what's been happening since then? Damn, so much, so much, <laughs> so much. <laughs> um, I have recently because I think we shot that like in the middle of COVID, like mm. lockdowns mm. and stuff. I think Maybe. like mm. when we were out. Mm. I think just coming out of it. Just, just coming, coming out. out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so much has been happening since then. I've been doing a lot more background work for like my friends, bands. Um, recently we did like a Veronica's gig. We played a festival and I was in Renee Nakari's band. Um, did you get to meet them? I didn't. They were very, very um, too cool for me. <laughs> they were too cool. Um, and like very far away. Oh. But, like, it was so cool to see, like, everything be put together. I did, however, meet DJ Havana Brown. That was really sick. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, and now, like, ever since things are coming back out, been doing a lot of other gigs, like my own stuff. I've just gotten my band together. We had our third rehearsal last week. Mm-hmm. Um I'm very excited because I've also been filming a music video. Yeah. I was going to ask about that. Yeah. Can you tell us anything about it? Yeah. I mean, I can. Yeah. What would you like to reveal to the audience today? <laughs> um, well, it's very exciting. It's very exciting. Um, I worked with this awesome, awesome team. Um, they're still, I don't know their business name yet because I think they were still deciding on one. However... It's really, really cool. It's based on the song Flirting Like That, which is out at the moment. Um, on Spotify. Stream it. Stream <laughs> <laughs> it. Where else is it on? Anything. Everything. Everything. Oh, man. Um, but it's really cool. It starts off me in a house party and me just looking at some dude and I'm, like, upset over him flirting with someone else. And it's just, like, about this feeling of, you know, when you see someone and then you start liking them, you have a crush on them, and then all of a sudden it's, like, developed into much more of a thing. Mm. And this person has no idea what the hell is going on. But you're, like, determined. You're like, yes, this person. I like this person. Like, they speak to you with a certain tone, like, yeah, have a good day. And you're like, because they didn't say it, like, have a good day. That means that they actually want me to have a terrible day. That's exactly <laughs> it. Like, yeah, I, I've been there. I understand. Hands up, who's been there? <laughs> Overthinking. Oh, man. No. No. Um, but it's so cool because it's a, really just about the transition from realising, like, don't need this person mm. and just to enjoy your life, which I think is really a lot easier said than done mm. yeah. and a, a very powerful message nonetheless 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm I'm excited to release the entire EP that supports that. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully when that gig is ready and when all that stuff is ready, mm-hmm. everyone's free to come down to work. I'm so excited though because one of the songs is Spaceman's Wife mm-hmm. and it's actually based on one of Adsnoggin. I'm going to refer to her through a music name. Adsnoggin's song Spaceman Band. Yeah. Um, and I know I spoke a little bit about it yeah. in the past episode. Yeah. But I'm a reminder. Just remi- to remind <laughs> you, <laughs> we're really remi- connected. We're like this. Have you <laughs> wrote songs? Like, have you wrote songs about that? Why was slipping to Valley Girl? Why not? Why not? Everyone knows what a Valley Girl is, if not by name. If not by name. Gorgeous, gorgeous girls. Gorgeous, gorgeous girls. Oh my god. That are great for linguistic studies, I must say. But anyway, sorry before I distracted you. So, what's Spaceman Band all about? Spaceman Band all about? Yeah. Well, hey, you know what? Maybe you could find out. Because how are they going to find out? Where the hell is it? Yeah, well, no, you, they're going to When, when are you going to release something? Hey, guys, come <laughs> on now. Say, oh, my God. Well, I've I thought actually... you were working on an EP like three years ago. <gasps> that is true. Right. Yeah, we were. It might have been four, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think a, a massive part of all that is, is yeah. I, I'm pretty sure there's got to be a lot of people out there like me who are like, oh, yeah, um, this thing I do it. It sucks. Or maybe you made it in the past and I get really bad imposter syndrome, like crazy to the point where like, you know, you can't even talk to the people you used to be friends with. Cause you're like, Oh, would they speak to me? Then they'll be like, she's not as, she's not as interesting as a person as she used to be. Or yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a whole big mess. It's like, you could talk about this for like hours, but, um, anyway, um, but so, yeah, there's just a whole lot of your brain is wrapped up in the creative process. And if you're not doing all that well, it's, you know, if you don't have like the best self-worth, then finding that worth in your art, I mean, it's kind of easy to just push it away or, you know, there's so many talented people out there. My brain is just kind of like, hey, well. I mean, this person is doing what I do like 1,000 times better. Why would anyone even care? That's a lie. <laughs> yeah. Regardless of like whether it's logical or not, these are the things you tell yourself when you're not doing so great. It's like as well because you care about it so much. I mean, going back from like last episode, if you haven't watched that, go ahead and watch that. Yeah, do that. Do that. Um, but we talked you know, about like, you know, tying how much self-worth to tie into your own music and mm. it's like, you at least want that thing that you care about to go right. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's just completely demoralizing when even that's not going right yeah. and going nowhere. It's, I don't know. I think a big part of the thing is, though, like, just try, mm. you know? And that's that's all I need to do. Yeah, I suppose <laughs> that's such a relatable thing as well. Yeah, just hustle. I feel like a lot just of people hustle. go through that feeling where, Definitely. you know, you compare yourself to all of the mm. art that's out there that's at the top level often. Mm, yeah. And you just don't you don't have the resources or maybe you don't feel like you have the skill at that point that yeah, yeah. um part of the struggle in that is mm. you know inspiring for yeah. you as well mm. so you can make art out of those things too and yeah. then as you create more and more and more then you get closer and closer to what 
standard you hold yourself to or or the standard changes as well you don't move you don't I mean I guess I don't know what do you expect to gain if you just stay stay in that place where it's like well I'm not good enough to do this well there's something Brandon said to me way back in the day I think it was just like well could you get good it was something like that. But like, just yeah, like, get good. also it's, like it's just something, right. something we talk about in like mm. writing books and things. Cause I also come from a very big like book writing background is like, don't compare your first draft to someone else's final draft, for example. Yeah. Um, mm. Don't compare your process and your, where you are right now at the beginning of um, at the beginning of your your song or where you are as an artist to like someone who's been you know someone's final master of a song or where they are five ten years into their career it's like but I think a lot of people do tend to be like oh I'm never going to be as good as you know Coheed and Cambria or these guys who have been performing <laughs> for like twenty years when you've you're at the very beginning and then it's yeah. so disheartening to to be like oh so then you know what's the point because mm. they're, they're so much better than me I think well, yeah. at some point in time they were probably where you were yeah yeah like exactly. it's just perspective yeah. is all you need like yeah. you know I think as well like a really important thing <laughs> to remember is like it's better to do something at your 10% than not to have to do it yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah. Because if you do it at your 10%, at least it's done. And mm. then once you've done it, you can just continue next time and do you it can, again. You better. can only get better. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's like so fulfilling once you've done something better the next time. Mm. It's a bit of a money you, move, actually. You can yeah. see, you see the progress. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Even just like a brain and I have both just got into the um, on the road again busking program Mm. so that's so i actually am like this exactly what i'm doing now like Mm. um even just seeing over a period of like four days Mm. just practice and each day it's like oh okay you know i hadn't played the piano for um, i don't know like two months i don't it's it was it's terrible like i anyway um yeah and suddenly it's like oh your fingers just they just Pick it back mm. up, you know. Mm. Yeah, I kind of like. I, yeah, I would say I was like really. I was like kind of shocked to see that you like started another Instagram, or not started another Instagram, but like you re started oh. uploading again. And I was like, wow, I'm like really happy for oh, you because yeah, you're like starting yeah, to yeah, do yeah. some. Oh you're yeah. like picking it back up. So it's, it was like it's been awesome. quiet. It's it's actually the um, social media aspect, maybe more, even more than the comparison game or the imposter syndrome for me is social media managing that I find it incredibly overwhelming especially Mm -hmm. because it's the place where it can trigger your imposter syndrome at Mm -hmm. and the comparison game Mm. I mean it's it's scary but I mean something I just thought of recently was I mean think about how much you could get done if you just reframed fear as opportunity like Mm -hmm. you know these things you're afraid of it's well it's just it's always just an opportunity to understand, to try to learn more about yourself, others, situations. I mean, it's like a SWOT analysis. Like Ooh. SWOT. <laughs> no, but like you turn your strengths and weaknesses um, yeah. from 
threats to opportunities like mm. um we we're learning about it a few years back yeah, in my business days the mm. more a long time ago, <laughs> very long time ago um but yeah changing your threats um into opportunities and trying to bridge mm. that over and yeah. i think like a really valuable i know it's not directly correlated however oh, no, no. it all factors in yeah, like a really like a really valuable thing was looking at your competitors, mm. especially all the people that you'd see as competitors mm. and see what they're doing and then seeing how you could do it better and applying mm. that to your own stuff. Yeah. Or just even if you couldn't do it better, just trying to do that. Yeah. Mm. To emulate it, to, yeah. to learn from it. Because it's not gonna be hundred percent carbon copy. Yeah. No, it will never yeah. this is the thing. People worry so much about originality and this yeah. sense of oh, I need to be original, but you will always be original because there's no other person that has been through all your experiences growing mm-hmm. up in your mm-hmm. town, yeah. have been born at that time, have mm. experienced every single thing in that same chronological order that you have. Yeah. Yeah. So naturally yeah. it'll impact you completely differently in the way you write it, the way mm. that like pressure you put on that pen when you write that down, completely yeah. different. That's, yeah. Honestly, that's kind of what stagnated <laughs> me for like so many years. Like in like, especially in my high school days, it's like when I was like starting to do a bit of songwriting or even as a guitarist, like I remember it's kind of a, it's kind of a funny thing now because I'm sometimes teaching like students songs and everything. But like back when I was learning, I'd be like staying away from any song and just trying to like write my own stuff and not really like, I guess, studying other songs and everything yeah. to learn the craft. And it's just like, oh, I could have just shaved so much time. I could have been a better like, a ranger um especially when i was more heavily focused on like finger style guitar and yeah the likes of like Sunga jungle i guess uh, i wouldn't say tommy Emanuel, but like people like that um you know all the youtube there's a huge guitar youtube scene and it's like i think i was kind of like i was doing a lot of those comparisons as well mm-hmm. for that and the originality thing kind of factored into my th- um, decision-making with a lot of going, okay, I'm not going to learn a song or at least I'm not going to l- learn someone else's arrangement of the song. Mm. Um, I'm going to do it myself. But because I hadn't really studied enough of it, you go around couldn't exactly you get know. any, like I yeah. couldn't get anything I was really satisfied with. Um, so I guess we'll, we'll just tie back to Luke's episode. I'm still from other artists yeah. <laughs> to an extent. Um, just, well, at least jo- just be crime. humble about your influences i think that's the important thing but there's so there's so many ways that like you can get influence like a really great way that you can get influence from other artists especially is to like if you're um if you're analyzing one of their songs and you're analyzing the song concept you can flip the concept and decide okay if i was in that situation mm-hmm. boy meets girl what if i was a girl yeah. What if I was like, oh, this guy's a creep. Why is he still hitting on me? Oh, my God. Or, like, <laughs> you flip it completely, change the chords to the relative minor. Mm. And, yeah. like... There are a lot of little ways to differentiate. And is that what you've done with Spaceman's wife? Actually, yeah. I forgot all about that. <laughs> that is, that is I, thought were, I thought you were doing that on purpose to tie it all back. No, I just oh, thought it <laughs> Because I could explain. Jeremy, you're an expert at making segues. (laughs) I really forgot all about that. (laughs) That, Yeah, that's so what I did with Space Fan's wife was Mm. um, so Caitlin's got an opening riff that's like. And her. 
it's so sick. Like her instrumentation is like drums, guitar, pretty like rocky band. Mm-hmm. And so I flipped it. I like changed that to and then I made it more soul and I used like yeah. more keys. Somber. More somber. Mm. And I wrote yeah, I just wrote from the wife's perspective and I yeah. wrote about how her husband who is on a trip to space yeah. to like reach the stars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. How he's not coming back to her. And it's yeah. kind of sad. Kind of depressing. It, it does make it sad. It turns my, it kind of makes my character into more of a, of a butt though. We were saying. <laughs> like, because he's like space, space. I'm going to go to space. Then it's like, it's like, Oh, that's right. Oh, the wife and the kids. Oh, mm. No, but I think that's so mm. clever because this is a direct reflection of what happens in life. Yeah, like, that's true. Mm. People are excited to go do their things and sometimes... Other people get caught up and... Yeah. Mm. Or not get left behind, really. That's yeah. <laughs> in the case I, of this. Are there any plans to do contrasting music videos? That'd be cool. <laughs> Let's now do it. Can, yeah. I mean, if do you I feel can, like you can picture like you have like... Yeah. Completely different kind of like color palettes and That'd and cool. and themes and and and. Yeah. Do you want to work on it, Jeremy? <laughs> I mean, you want to do it? Uh, employed. <laughs> employed. I'm just a sound guy, but okay. We'll <laughs> I'll, I can, I'll do what I can. We'll buy you pizza. I do like pizza. Mm. Ooh. Speaking of uh, heading away somewhere far away, I do have to head away somewhere That's, far away. Oh. That is true. To Glenn Waverley to a rehearsal. But thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I really thank appreciate it. Thank, thank you for you. stopping by, even though you live here. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for being Great on, to have Sabrina. You again. No, thank you. So now try and navigate through. I don't think you can see it on camera, but there's a I mess of mic stands limbo. and everything. <laughs> like yeah. Terrible. Good luck. Good luck. Limbo. There you go. She did it. nice have you ever seen a podcast where a guest <laughs> just, just leaves. leaves just bye <laughs> now it's us you know <laughs> you can hear sabrina talking to rodney which you will meet anyway as i was saying <laughs> as i was gonna as say as i was saying um i wanted to ask you brandon mm-hmm. what's what's cracker like for you like i touched on it you know just before but um you know, we're getting into the busking program, but you've been, yeah. you've been, you've been doing some things. You and Pat have been a bit, you know. Mm, yeah, I haven't been doing that much stuff. Oh yes, P- Pat. Pat does stream. Um, Pat has been doing some live streams. Yeah. Like, anyway, um, let's let's talk back to Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon's time. Not okay, mine. Pat. Okay. Um. Yeah, I've I've been doing some stuff. Um. I've got a side project that I've just been venturing into called Gentleman Catherine. Um, it's, it's sort of like just a way to release music without too much stress. Um, cause I find, you know, I have a lot of, um, fairly big or, um, ambitious projects. For example, mm. um, mm. Caitlin, Pat and I are in a band called Black Dime Cabaret at the moment. Um, yes, <laughs> but that's something that's like, it takes a lot more investment and it's, I guess the stakes are higher, you could say. Um, so it it's kind of exhausting and, and yeah. quite difficult to, to pull off. So it's quite difficult to find just one member that we need. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like um, a, a keys player. A big headache that we've been experiencing over the last few months has been 
um, not being able to find a keyboard player. Um, specifically, what we're, we're after someone, well, the benefits from having um, more of a, a feminine vocal quality is that it can blend with mine yeah. better as I'm currently leading. Like it is a bit, um, like do we really need a female keyboard player? Not really, but both, also it's it would be it a lot out. better, yeah. Because like we, we didn't want like... I guess the whole idea is that because in, in this band, we do do a couple of, uh, I guess Luke, Brandon and I, we do like vocal backups occasionally. Yeah. Um, can, can and, you know, the lead, the lead vocals switch between Caitlin and Brandon, depending on the song. Mm. But it's like, do we really just want the one lead vocalist? Yeah. You know, in this case, mostly Caitlin's mostly singing most as lead vocalist and then having like, three guys accompanying yeah. in the voice. We kind of want to balance, as, as Caitlin yeah, said, like we want to balance it out so we have a female, another female vocalist. Yeah. In there. It's like yeah. a band I love and I think I got, I took the inspiration from their dual female vocals, but um, Bent Knee. Um, mm. Just there's something Gorgeous. about the way, the way two female vocalists blend together is something that we, we just can't achieve with, you know, the three of us. Unless we just made some, no, it's yeah. it's just made like, Luke sing really high. Yeah, Luke, but, but even then, yeah. it's, it it's, the it's not the same qualities. Quality. The qualities are different, yeah. like of that particular larynx. You know what? Anatomy. Yeah. So I was doing this fun thing the other day, and I was talking yes. to Patrick about it oh, earlier yes, today. <laughs> and so I've got a friend. His name's Iggy, and we write music together. Um, he was in my last band, and is a great friend of mine. Um, we were sort of digging through his music gear just last week and we came across one of his old Roland pianos ah, and it has this ah. awesome feature on it where you can modify your voice. So if you plug in a microphone, you can make your voice sound like a robot or a little kid. Oh my uh, God. I could make myself sound like a man and he could make himself sound like a woman. Yeah. <laughs> so mm. I was... Okay. Genuinely thinking about, like, in my own songs, there's some parts that I've written that I feel like would really suit a male voice, and I was sort of lost for how I would be able to achieve that at all, but just sort of stumbling upon the piano, it's sort of got a real sense of, like, realism when you listen to it, where you could not tell that it was, say, me singing into it with that filter over it. You singing to you. Yeah. Mm. So I just sounded like a man (laughs) singing. I might need that for one song, like in the future, actually. I was considering using it. Yeah. Wow. It's really good. But, you know, if you're looking for a keyboardist and a female vocalist, it's like two in one. So (laughs) we're just looking for the keyboard. The keyboard. Technology. The keyboard just sinks by itself. I would say these (laughs) days, but I think it's about 20 years old. So. (laughs) It's like. It's so common though, a female vocalist, like female keyboardist who can at least accompany vocals. But I guess, I guess our music isn't up to the, um, how would you describe your music? Oh my God. What genre would you call it? It's not, oh, I mean, it's our music, but it's, it's Brandon's, um, his, the, his I mean, the it's, creative license. We, it's rock. When you, when you posed it to me, it was a rock opera cabaret. And I was like, I don't know what this is, but it sounds really I think fun. When I, when I asked you, I think it was, wait, were we, a, were we, yeah, we were a band actually. No, but the first time I, I, I mentioned first it to you. First time? I never saw I was that. like, no? Okay. But yeah. I, I was originally going to do it as a musical. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's the first time I heard about that. Yeah, I think I, when I, when I was um, calling for people, I think I called it a rock opera. 
Yeah. That's, that's basically. Do you want me? I'm just going to keep on searching this every time. I've actually got the exact email that he yeah. sent me. So let's let's read uh, that. You okay. Just keep going. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like even like I don't even know if there are a lot of female keyboard players because mm. like well, I can't find any. Can I? Yeah. So, I, I also yeah. I just want to quickly say. I think part part of the phrasing is too, how do you address, you know, because we are an LGBTQ plus friendly atmosphere environment here, um, like how do you address people who are non-gender conforming? But oh, that that's, was something, yeah. Yeah, that's the kind of um, the vocals we're looking for. But we don't mm-hmm. want to say, we don't want to, I mean, upfront advertise, oh, we're strictly this, this. Mm-hmm. Like how do you yeah. say to someone like, no, it's okay. Like mm-hmm. we're all inclusive. Yeah, because, you know? like, we were making that video and I was like, yeah. yeah, like, what do we really, like, do we say woman? Or... Yeah, actually, it's, it's it's not, like, necessarily really want... It's, it's more because we just... We just if you can get, that voice, yeah. well, if your voice can voice. be feminine enough... Feminine voice. And, like, that's really all we need, to be honest. I don't know. Just, like, maybe we should just have a video of me going... La, 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 la. And just like oh, respond so. if you feel like you can blend well with this. Doesn't matter who you are. I found the email. I think that would work. You know, I think you should try it. I found so the email. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's oh, try and do my yeah, best brand impression. Oh, no. Oh, Hi, no. Patrick. Oh, no. Hey, Patrick. I just want to say, I can't I keep speaking. Let me copy your voice. Um, just want to say, I had a look at your influences on band mix. I can totally see us hitting it off pretty strongly. Ooh. He used oh, cats. Oh, yeah, he used cats. He used cats. I use cats. Totally. Oh, my God. Wow. No, no, it's like, you've got great taste. <laughs> I, think I, just, I think I was just really excited. Okay, so like, my name is Brandon. I'm in a band called Black yeah. Time Cabaret. We're sort of a weird entity orbiting around, I guess, this weird space opera. I mean, you were, were you working on a space opera too, weren't you, at one point? Yeah. Right? Well, that was more of the books. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, was the books. Yeah, um, orbiting, orbiting <laughs> around cares? hard rock and kind of jumping in and out yeah. of genres as necessary. Um, this is like marketing for the the, out, the band as well. It's a story driven project akin to a deer hunter, isn't it? The deer hunter. Why is it? The- I think. No, I think I, <laughs> I keep reading it. Okay, or Coheed Cambria. Yeah. Um, if you've listened to either of those, which I I didn't at that point. Um, I've listened to all the albums now, or at least all the act albums from the deer hunter. They're great. If you haven't listened to them, incredible. Go, go check it out. Some of the best things I've um, ever listened. So to. quotable as well. Like yeah. Um, yeah. I just did one earlier today. Right place at the wrong time. Wait, wrong place at the right time. Not a real fake face. fan. <laughs> fake fan. Was that the real face? At the wrong I'm sorry. Right Do you know the deer hunter? <laughs> Unfortunately. Get out fake fan. Fake fan. Uh oh. They kicked off the team. Um, <laughs> we play originals and currently have two albums with. Uh, yeah, let's let's skip the rest of it. Um Usually just to, oh yeah, that'd be a pretty detailed demonstration, which don't normally don't happen. Usually just acoustic guitars and mumbling. Anyway, yeah, so that's Brandon flirting. <laughs> <laughs> and can and it worked. <laughs> no, I was like, uh, but I think it was also you. like because we we knew each other. Well, we didn't know each other, but we were somewhat connected. Yeah. Through, um, re- yeah, we're rehashing, but yeah. So either way. Yeah, except though, like, we've, like, talked. I mean, we've got, like, we're still waiting to get that female keyboardist and, like, your your luck with it is just, like, it just yeah, didn't go I, smoothly, apparently. Even when I, like, people respond and say, um, oh, yeah, that sounds really cool and I'd love to be a part of it. And then mm. that's it. They just ghost.
It's like I can put myself in their shoes. I'm like, mm. maybe it's a crisis thing that we all have because mm. I have that. Maybe they have imposter syndrome too. And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, no, what if I'm not good enough? Because I was actually playing keys and now I'm here. Like it is a pretty scary thing to come into because there's so much. There is there. two albums worth. I, I was scared about that. I, to be fe- I just found because well, Max already had like, because there's parts that are already mm-hmm. established mm-hmm. too. It's like, oh, my gosh, the standard is already, you know, pretty high. It's good. It's good stuff. We're going we're gonna to do gigs. We gotta do it. Mm. It's gonna happen. You gotta know about it. Yeah. I was like, cause like, I was just thinking about this time. Like it was like uh, 29th, I guess, 29th of December, probably a few days before that. Like someone like on band mix was like, Hey, do you want to join this band? And I'm like, it's like guys, if you're, if you're on these kind of things, like, could you at least like send them a message? Especially if they, they go out of their way to like give you a, a not phone number and just go, sorry, I'm taken. <laughs> yeah. Um, or, you know, just like, it would be just, it's just, it's a bit nice. It's, it's, it's good it's, to no know. No one likes to be left ghosted, you know, on any yeah. kind of social media platform. In, in any kind of way. In it's, any situation. So it's good to have closure. Yeah. It's know? good. So we're not just waiting on you. I didn't realize bandwidth would be so much like Tinder. It is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brandon can, can confirm. I think, yeah, he's like contacted literally everyone. I've contacted every keyboard point. player. Yeah. <laughs> Every keyboard player. And yeah. it's not even once. You've done it more than once, haven't you? Some people yeah. I've contacted twice. But yeah. like years apart. Yeah. Mm. Years apart. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jeez. I've got to stop laughing. My stitches are going to come even more and done. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I was um, working on was, the Gentleman mm. Catherine side project. Hell yeah. And I've released one song and I'm going to hopefully release the second song, Subway. Um, <laughs> in March. You know what? We should have said that, you know, Sabrina was, you know, she was on her way out. We should have. Yeah, but then they wouldn't, they wouldn't have got it because. Maybe they would have not, got it. They're not they, real fans. They, if they listened. In the future. Yeah. And then came back to the past. Well, let, let us know if you know what that's from now. Yeah. Okay. Not very hard. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's good. <laughs> it's good. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Too early. Yeah. So I think. Yeah. When, I think we've been avoiding something about you, Caitlin. What? Some of you. So. What? These guys are working on music. Oh. Currently, oh. and they've got some stuff out. Again. Um, you know, oh. Sabrina's got some stuff out as well. So, when's your stuff coming? I know we've discussed this in the past, but. Yeah. Well, I'm. I mean, as I mentioned, like I am getting back into it. Like I found, like with the busking thing, I'm like, oh, they've accepted me. And I'm, I'm, I desperately need money as well. And it's so amazing that they pay. Oh, my God. And now I'm actually like, okay, I'm doing that. So if I can do that, then I can record my music and release it. I think mm. there's a part of me that's just so sick of feeling that imposter syndrome and that, you know, I recorded those songs like 2019 mm. and my vocals weren't good enough then. Like what's a two-year hiatus what has that done for my voice? I mean, it hasn't really, I mean, if anything, like I find it, I don't know, like I've lost stamina in places and mm, yeah, like it's, mm. you gotta, whole, yeah, yeah, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't help, you know, but I, I was thinking of, I realized that there are really some songs of mine that I don't know, like you can't represent as well, just playing it by yourself. So mm. I don't know. I'm, I think that, I think I could just really smash through it. Just get mm. them done. They don't have to be perfect. I mean, 
in my head because of the demos we did. Like I loved mm. working with the people that I worked with so much mm, mm. and especially Louis, like oh yeah, yeah, being such a phenomenal drummer. Yeah. Like I'm like, oh my gosh, like it, if I can't have real drums, how can I do this? Mm. Like, and it's so, seems so silly, but mm. then I couldn't even reach out to these people to reconnect with them. Yeah. Um, because, you know, you feel like a failure as well because mm. in the hiatus, it's like, what have I done? Someone once made a comment to me like, yeah, wow. Like you must've, you know, I, something about liking my music back in the day. Like I must've wrote so much since that time. Mm. And I, I was there reading that like, oh my God, no, I haven't. Existential crisis. Boom. Mm. Um, but I don't, I really think that I could, I should just do it. I'm just going to do it. Honestly. I mean, yeah. I mean, there was a <laughs> song um, I wrote like, and I was going to upload it the night of my 20, 22nd, 22nd, 22nd birthday. Because the plan was to release an album by then. Or oh, something, no, song, I was going to release something. a song. Yeah. So I like, I just smashed through it, you know. And I've always been kind of, I'm getting progressively more self-conscious because my lyrics aren't, like they don't come to me the same way they used to. Mm. But um, yeah, I, know, I found that with Lily passing away as well, like that was just such a massive hit. The grief, this, the first thing you do when you're in a really bad place, and mm. for me, I've realized is go to music. Mm. Um, you like, and go to the piano. Um, so like realizing that as well is like, this is the place that I go to. Like, like why, why have I been away from it for so long? Like, I don't know. So I'm, I'm just looking forward to it. Yeah. I'm going to do something. Yeah. Things are going to happen. Like you can't have Pat here releasing stuff, Brandon releasing stuff. What am I doing? Mm. Like, I'm just going to release you, it, you know? Have you felt like you don't really want to release something unless it's like 100% kind of what you want is to sound like? Yeah. Jump on yeah. the bandwagon of releasing songs that are three years old. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that's yeah. my bandwagon. Yeah. I mean, because how much have you considered, like, even just having something, even if you're not 100% happy, mm. like what yeah. Serena was saying before, like, at mm. least it's something and yeah. you can, can, you can just... see that it's there. Yeah. And, and then it's given you something mm. to, like, look back on and be like, this is where I was yeah. back then. Here's where I am now. I Look how much of a difference I am. Yeah. Because do you feel like. I think part of it is I don't it's like, it's really my voice that I've been very disconnected from struggle with. Yeah. Um, like my mind and my body are just really disconnected. That's actually why I'm, I'm going back to uni um, actually. And I'm specifically mm. challenging myself by taking a unit that's improvisation in movement and dance. Mm. And if you know me, you know, I cannot dance. It is the thing. And all my life I've told myself, like, you can't do this because you can't dance. Like, and it sounds so stupid, but it's these little things that you tell yourself, like, I can't do this because of this. Mm. And that's the same thing with my voice. Like, I can't record these things because my voice isn't as good as it was. But even when I was in the past, I was still saying that. Like, my voice isn't good enough. Yeah. Mm, that voice is really powerful too, isn't it? Like, it's like... Um, again, yeah. my friend Iggy and mm. I, we're just like, we're going to have to meet Iggy. <laughs> we're gonna have him on you guys will meet him eventually, but, yeah. uh, we've started keyboard. doing salsa classes, oh. uh, with another one of our friends, Ella, and what? we've only done two classes so far. So last week and then two weeks before that, um, he was telling me at the last one that the first 
class he went along to in his head the whole time he was saying I can't do salsa I can't do salsa and I, I can't do salsa so he was really struggling with yeah. it but then this time around I don't know what happened some little <laughs> switch in his head and he was yeah. like you know what I'm gonna say I can do salsa yeah. so we kept saying oh, yeah. that over and over again and I swear by the end of it he'd like taken it so to the point where he's like I'm so great at salsa <laughs> yeah did you guys see that I was like spinning around everywhere like it's just such a mentality and I love that just that voice I don't know like you're saying that in your Mm. head you're saying you can't dance or you can't whatever it is but do this that that. yeah it's such an easy switch like Mm. can't to can just Just get rid of the t try telling yourself (laughs) yeah tell yourself the other thing the other the other thing you mean reverse reverse psychology Mm. works yeah (laughs) it actually it actually studies on that isn't it I'm actually (laughs) in a clinical study at the moment um I usually am I just enjoy helping the sciences for mm. mental health things. Mm. Um, yeah, that's something that they were literally just talking about, you know, the power of just, I don't know. You can, you can reprogram power your brain. Ordinary people. Our man, mm. Luke. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you can reprogram your brain by doing something like that. Just reframe, reframe it, you know. Is you're not you're not stuck in one place. The brain has all these I mean, if you're constantly growing and changing hmm. and breathing and living, you're alive. Yeah. I mean your brain is it can do it. Like it's it can change. You can change. Mm. <laughs> Who am I? I suppose in a simple yeah. analogy, like yeah, thank you. the brain's <laughs> full of pathways. Yeah. And if you keep taking the path that says you can't, you can't, you can't, that path is just going to get wider and wider and wider. But if you start taking the one that says you can, Mm. that's when it's going to start to get wider and then you'll, I don't know, get other pathways. I can't believe we have a motivational speaker in our midst. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, someone who can actually say precise, clear words. (laughs) Because I'm like, my brain is like... Well, on that (laughs) very inspirational note. Yeah. I think... we can wrap up the, the show and yeah and maybe next time uh you're um if you're creating something or you think you're not you're not good enough just think back to the wise words of Michaela and Caitlin and Jeremy and Jeremy and Brandon and Patrick and Pat. yeah <laughs> and Sabrina and and Luke yeah. and Sherry <laughs> all of yeah. our good friends all of our good friends yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That you, and that you voice can. in your head that says you can yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah listen Listen you to the can other voice. Do it. You can release music. Mm. You can be proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're gonna when we check in, the next time we check in with our team, mm-hmm. crew thing, we, we're gonna be doing this. Yeah. Um there'll be I'll have something to tell you. Yeah. Ooh, I'll have something to tell you. Exciting. And I, very, very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Can you tell us what it is? Because I, <laughs> no, I don't know what the thing is yet. But Off screen. Nah. Gonna gonna do it, you know. It's going to be great. Yeah. I guess we just have to like watch you very closely and wait to see what happens. Never turn off the cameras. Sorry. That was really freaky. Can we cut that? Can we cut that bit please? No. 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 (laughs) Yeah. Thanks Um, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's been fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's been episode eight. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Of course. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me. My Thanks name is for giving Sabrina. us some motivation. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, with all that motivation, I guess we should all go do something about it. We should. Shall we? Yeah. I think okay. that's it. Thanks for cool. watching. Bye. 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 <laughs>